Will Russell Wilson make the Denver Broncos contenders here in 2022? We take a look at our top five storylines that Broncos country needs to keep their eye on going into the 2022 NFL season. You get that and much more on today's brand new episode, Locked on Broncos. You are locked on Broncos, your daily Denver Broncos podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Broncos country? Good morning. Happy Monday. Welcome back into a brand new episode. Lockdown Broncos, your daily Denver Broncos podcast here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day from the South Stands to the end zone. I'm your host, as always, Cody Rourke, senior Broncos analyst at Mile High Sports, joined alongside by my co-host, Sarah Benninger. He's the site expert, predominantlyorange.com. Once again, Broncos country, thank you so much for tuning in and making Lockdown Broncos your first listen of the day, every single day, free and available everywhere you get your podcast audio format and also available on YouTube. Thank you so much for tuning in for the best Denver Broncos news content coverage that you will get out there here today. Sarah, my friend, we're going to dive into the top five storylines that Broncos country needs to keep their eye on going into this upcoming season. There's a lot of intriguing ones. And Broncos country, we are eager for your thoughts. Share some of the storylines that you're also feeling in the chat down below as well or tweet us on social media. Sarah, how you doing, my man? Doing great, Cody. Doing awesome and excited to talk about this. You know, it's kind of cool to not have one of the storylines be who's going to be the starting quarterback. I feel like we can kind of spoiler alert. That's not one of our topics for today is who's who's going to be the starting quarterback for this season. So that's that makes everything just gravy, doesn't it? It makes everything just feel better. Talking about the team is more fun. And I just think it's better for us. And we get to just kind of alter everything that we talk about over the course of the next handful of weeks. Ah, spot on there, my friend. Well, let's start things off with probably the biggest storyline that we're going to kick things off with on today's episode of the show. And I think number one coming in here, can Russell Wilson make the Denver Broncos contenders in a very, very tough AFC West conference here this upcoming season? And Sarah, I'll start it off by prefacing saying that the addition of Russell Wilson for the Broncos this season has been huge, astronomical. However, as we've talked about here in the show ad nauseum, the rest of the AFC is very, very competitive. Competitive. The AFC is a very top-heavy conference. I like to reference back to like the NBA. You look at the Western Conference in comparison to the Eastern Conference. It's always top-heavy with the Western Conference with there being really good teams from the first seed all the way to maybe the ninth seed when we look at the NBA. This year, obviously, we know seven playoff teams inside each conference. The biggest question is, can the Broncos find a way to get their name in the mix of that top seven inside the AFC? Can Russell Wilson do that for Denver? Do you think he will? I think he will, Cody. I really do. I know it's kind of a, uh, it, I don't know if murderer's row is the way to put it in the AFC, but I mean, it is a gauntlet in that in that conference. And certainly the Broncos in their own division even. I mean, we were just talking the other day about, man, somebody thinks the Broncos are going to be last place in the AFC West. And I just, I, I mean, at this point, maybe that's valid. They were last place last year, but arguably the most improved team in the division this year. So it's going to be fascinating to see. And then you look across the other divisions like Baltimore Ravens. They didn't make the playoffs last year, but could Lamar Jackson rebound? So you got this entire this entire conference full of teams that it's like, man, who, who actually is going to be bad this year? Because it's hard to tell. Even the Patriots last year were a playoff team. And this year, I think they're kind of being written off and just like, all right, we need to save another 
playoff spot here. So take out the Patriots. They don't have one of the best eight QBs in the com. I mean, I'm just, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but you get what I'm saying. I mean, it just feels like the AFC is overloaded at this point. Thank goodness there's seven spots in the playoffs because, you know, that's, that was something that the Broncos were kind of clinging to before they got Russell Wilson, right? It was like, well, you may not be able to win the AFC West with Patrick Mahomes and now Justin Herbert, but you could maybe sneak into one of those seven spots and kind of see what happens in the playoffs. Now it's no longer that particular conversation. I think the seventh seed or the sixth seed even would kind of be your backup situation to, hey, we want to go out there and like they have painted all over the walls, win the West and be the best team in the AFC West. So, But I do think Russell Wilson's presence on the roster gives you a fighting chance to beat teams like the Josh Allen-led Buffalo Bills or or teams like you know the Kansas City Chiefs led by Patrick Mahomes and the Joe Burrow-led Cincinnati Bengals who won the AFC last year. But I think Russell Wilson gives you the best chance to do that. And, and the Broncos, are, the conversation is just completely different. He's changed that for them. The time is right now, in my opinion, I feel like the Broncos overall roster is probably at its best momentum, I would have to say, considering, you know, you have a star quarterback, you have prolific playmakers at wide receiver, you have some of these guys on rookie deals, you just extended two of your guys who got really, really ridiculously good market value contracts for the Broncos, and you have a young running back in Javante Williams who's an absolute stud, and if the Broncos offense can be just even, I'd say even a a little bit over a quarter more competent than they were last year, Sarah, I think this is a team that can make the playoffs, whether it be wild card, whether they win the AFC West, but you know what, we're going to have to take things one week at a time. Once we get in season, you know, you, Sarah and I are going to cover every angle of this Broncos team for you in Broncos country. Now let's get to our second storyline here on today's episode of the show. I think one of the more intriguing ones that I've had, Sarah, is really thinking about it. How will Nathaniel Hackett do in his first year as a head coach? There's an adjustment period, right? And I know we go go back to like Vance Joseph got off to that really hot start in his first year as a head coach after four games and then sputtered. And we all saw how that went. Vic Fangio, you know, the Broncos were competitive at the beginning when he started, but they just couldn't get it done in the win column. Nathaniel Hackett's got a lot of pressure because the job of being the Denver Broncos head coach has mile high expectations How does he do in his rookie season as a head coach? In my opinion, could be tied as one of the more important storylines to follow this upcoming season. It is one of the most important just because I think right now the team's undefeated and things are going really well in the offseason. So that means that Nathaniel Hackett is, you know, he's reaping the benefits of that, right? I mean, he's kind of like, he's kind of one of just those big, those big faces in Broncos country right now that everybody's looking to as a, a reason for the positive momentum. He's a guy that he's bringing the positive vibes. He's changing the energy. He's changing the culture from what it previously was. He's bringing back music to practice. Practices and he's doing all these things differently, you know, dancing and talking about rap records and and this different all, all these different things that he's doing so differently. What's it going to be like if the team loses a couple games in a row? What's it going to be when the first least creative person in the world writes that he can't hack it headline after the Broncos lose a big game against you know a, a team? I don't know. I'm not I'm not implying that they're going to lose you know go on a losing streak or that they're going to lose a certain game. But I'm just saying what happens if and when. The, that's the reality of the NFL is that that's likely going to happen. So how does he really, you know, kind of, 
turn the ship around, so to speak, if, if things do start to go bad? Because ultimately, yes, we know Russell Wilson is the leader of this team on the roster, but Nathaniel Hackett is the leader of this team. He's the captain of the ship. He's taking this team where wherever it's going to go. You know, the, for better or worse, he's the guy that everybody's going to look to to say, okay, you know, how did the game management go differently with Hackett versus Vic Fangio? How are these things different? Did he call a timeout when he should have? Did he did he do the did he operate in the two minute warning better than we saw from Fangio back in the in the last three years? So I think there's a lot of interesting things with Nathaniel Hackett this season. I mean, ultimately, he will be judged by the amount of wins or the amount of losses that he brings or gets here in Denver. And I even just want to even throw this out there, too. Like, I get that with the addition of Russell Wilson, with Nathaniel Hack, with all this talent that the Broncos have. You know, the reality is, is that there are a lot of experienced coaches out there. And a lot of times experience does matter. Everyone's like, oh, you got to go with the young, energetic guy. That's great. It has its place. But I also think that there could be a situation. Let's say the Broncos don't win as many games as people think here in Nathaniel Hackett's first year. I personally still don't believe that is enough to write off Hackett if that were to happen. I still think that we have to come in here being realistic. Yes, the roster is really good. Yes, that the culture is changing in the right direction for the better for this team. But it is a still long process. It's a marathon, not a sprint. And I'd rather the Broncos go through the marathon process. And look, if they show that they can win, get in the playoffs this year, I'm going to be all for that. There's still a marathon. Even if they don't win the Super Bowl here in 2022, a lot of this will be on Nathaniel Hackett in the eyes of many in Broncos country. But Broncos country coming up here in just a moment, we're going to continue with our third and fourth and fifth storylines that Broncos country needs to keep their eye on coming into this upcoming season, including how much better could the Broncos skill players get with better play calling, brand new quarterback and a experienced quarterback. And Russell Wilson, you get that coming up here in just a moment. But before we do that, let me tell you about better Online.net, the sponsor of today's episode, Lockdown Broncos. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports information. You can find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including Major League Baseball. This upcoming NFL futures set to kick off over at BetOnline.net. And BetOnline is your continuous source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores and news this season. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports sports and events including MMA, boxing and golf. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. Bet online where the game starts. As we continue on with our top five storylines that Broncos country needs to follow here on today's episode of the show, just want to say thank you so much to everybody in Broncos country for making Lockdown Broncos your first listen of the day. Once again, we're available anywhere you get your podcast. We're also available to watch on YouTube. We appreciate you so much for taking time out of your day to tune in to listen to all things orange and blue. Sarah, continuing on with some of our storylines here today. I know we were going back and forth on what are the most important five storylines that we could focus on. And I felt like you came up with a really good one here as it pertains to the offense and some of the skill players involved. So let's get to number three. Number three, that's whether or not the skill players or how much they improve with Russell Wilson as the quarterback and a new person, which will be Nathaniel Hackett calling the plays. Obviously, last year it was Pat Shermer calling the plays and it was mostly Teddy Bridgewater 
throwing the passes. And and of course, the, the common theme uh, on this podcast, anywhere that you read or listen to Broncos content, has been that the play calling was bad and the quarterback play was spotty at best. And yet, I know we've talked about and others have talked about maybe Teddy Bridgewater was the best since Manning at the quarterback position. I don't know because I didn't see the skill players really play their best with him you know, at the quarterback yeah. spot. And I think that that's, I think that's absolutely a fair criticism or critique of last year's offense is the fact that we didn't see Cortland Sutton used properly. We didn't see Jerry Judy used properly. Tim Pat. I mean, the list goes on and on. Noah Fant, when he was still on the roster, that was a weekly discussion. So with Russell Wilson at QB, Nathaniel Hackett calling plays, obviously we know it's going to be collaborative with Justin Outen, the new offensive coordinator, quote unquote, because we know, again, it's going to be Nathaniel Hackett calling the place so Outen is going to be there for collaboration's sake and you've obviously got Clint Kubiak in the building and Russell Wilson of course this is a hybrid we've, we've been hearing this is a hybrid Hackett Wilson offense so how does that improve your skill players and their usage that's going to be one of the top things I'm looking at this season well, can the Broncos offense hack it here in 2022 to get higher levels of production and efficiency? That's something we're going to be watching here at the end of this month as the Broncos report for training camp at the UCL Training Center. I'll be there every day covering practice. Can't wait to bring this back and kind of give our takeaways here on Lockdown Broncos here with Sarah Bettinger. Uh, now, getting to the fourth one, you know, the Broncos going into last year, Sarah, we all talked about it. They need to find a way to get after the opposing quarterback more, and they did so in comparison to what we had seen in 2020. 20, but when it comes to edge rushers, no more Von Miller here in the division. What is the fourth storyline that Broncos country needs to keep their eye on? I think it's going to be Cody, whether or not they can get pressure off the edge. That's been a consistent issue for them over the last couple of years. And injuries have been the reason for that. Right. I mean, go back to 2019, Bradley Chubb tears his ACL in that Jacksonville game. And then 2020 before the season even starts Von Miller with the ankle injury. And then last year, obviously Bradley Chubb coming off of the ankle injury at the end of 2020, uh, and really struggling with that at the beginning of the year and then having having to deal with it all season. So, I mean, it's just a lot of different factors that have contributed, but we never got to see, which is is, is maybe the biggest bummer about the entire Vic Fangio era, right? That we never got to see Bradley Chubb and Von Miller really healthy together on the field. And when we did those first four games of 2019, remember what the storyline was, is that the Broncos didn't have any sacks in those games. So it was just a, it was a shame that we didn't get to see that. And, but now everything's moving forward, right? I mean, we're, we're, we're on to a different time. It's, it's new players in place. And I think those new players that are in place, that's going to make this a fascinating group we've talked about maybe the maybe the hardest position to project on the 53-man roster this edge group oh it's going to be fun to see that competition play out how will some rookies kind of fit into the mix there especially with Nick Benito I know the expectations are very extensive for this Broncos defense with new play color is Giro Evero coming in here to 2022 but even also another thing too you mentioned that the one year 2019 where the Broncos with Von Miller Bradley Chubb fully healthy through the first four weeks of the season didn't have a single sack which was super odd because you know you factor in they got their first sack of the year sir in week four against the Jacksonville Jaguars. And it came from Bradley Chubb, who has got that sack 
with a torn ACL. Now the expectation for Chubby enters the season fully healthy coming into 2022. What type of impact can he have? But Broncos country, which Broncos rookies will have the biggest impact here in 2022? Let us know in the live chat. Let us know in the comment section below here on YouTube. That'll be the other storyline we get to coming up here in just a moment. But before we do that, let me tell you about rockauto.com, the sponsor of today's episode, Lockdown Broncos. And if you need anything for your vehicle, rockauto.com has everything that you could be looking for. And their website is super easy to use and to navigate. You can go to their website and you can look for parts on your car based on year, make, model. You get to choose the brand specifications and even the prices that you prefer because prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low, whether you're a professional or a do-it-yourselfer. So go to rockauto.com right here, right now to see all the parts available for your car or truck. Tell them that Lockdown Broncos sent you in their How Did You Hear About Us box and make sure you get the best buck delivered directly to your door with rockauto.com here today. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. As we jump into the fourth quarter action on today's episode, Lockdown Broncos, we're going to focus on the Broncos rookies and which players can have an impact immediately here in 2022, despite there being a very, very deep roster on the offense and defensive side of the ball. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for making Lockdown Broncos your first listen of the day every single day. Sarah Benninger and myself, we appreciate you so much. Sarah, when we talk about which Broncos rookies will have the biggest impact here this upcoming season, it's very hard to project maybe who that might be. I mean, I think a lot of people say, okay, well, you know, is it going to be the second round pick in Nick Benito? Is it going to be Greg Dulcich? Is it going to be Ioma Uwazarike? Is it going to be Damari Mathis? But it could even be a guy like seventh rounder Fion Hicks. It could be Montreal Washington. I mean, he could even be an undrafted guy as well, sir, that happens to make the 53-man roster if that is the case here. How do we project which Broncos rookie do we feel like will have the most impact this upcoming season? Well, what's interesting is uh, I was checking out a recent article on NFL.com within the last couple of weeks, and they were predicting who's going to make the all rookie team. So, of course, I'm checking for Broncos names and there were two names on the on the team, Cody, and I was surprised by one of them. One of them was Greg Dulcich, the tight end, which I think is is the least surprising. Right. If Greg Dulcich yeah. goes on to be all rookie this season, there were some that had him as the best tight end in this class. And the only other that was really competing for that distinction was Trey. McBride out of Colorado State. So assuming that Trey McBride doesn't usurp Zach Ertz for the tight end one role in Arizona, I'd say that Greg Dulcich has the clearest path to being the all-rookie tight end this season among the, the rookie class. But the other one was interesting. It was Montrell Washington, the, the return specialist. And I think that that would be fascinating. Look, the Broncos drafted him specifically to be dynamic in that space, in that area, because they needed it desperately. I mean, Deontay Spencer, God bless him, the man could catch a punt, which is something the Broncos needed badly when he arrived back in 2019 but at the same time they, they needed a little bit more dynamic presence in the return game and that's what they're expecting from Montreal Washington and I pose this question and I'll pose it to you I think what's fascinating about Nick Benito the team's top pick in the 2022 NFL draft he could potentially lead all rookies in sacks which I know that seems that seems like an out there prediction but you look at some advanced analytics pro football focus had him as the highest win rate among all pass rushers in college football the last couple of seasons not just not just among draft prospects from 2022 but among all college pass rushers the highest pass rush win rate win rate that's a mouthful by the way it was around 27% so let's just assume Nick Bonito does get kind of like sixth man 
man, quote unquote. He's the sixth man of the pass rush rotation. Could he lead all NFL rookies in sacks, bearing in mind the average over the last five years is right around nine or ten? That would be huge if he could even come anywhere close to that for the Broncos. Because I know for me, I was looking at it as well. You know, I think no surprise to Greg Dulcich being a guy that I think will have the biggest impact probably out of the entire group, at least on paper right now. But Nick Benito, especially with his stature, I think a lot of people are saying, okay, what does this mean for Bradley Chubb? What does it mean now that they went out and they got Randy Gregory? I mean, the fact that the Broncos went edge rusher after signing Randy Gregory and the fact that they were able to move Baron Browning to the position as well tells me that, hey, they're looking at ways to get to the quarterback. As Nathaniel Hackett has said, we want pass rushes in waves. I really do think, though, if he does play in that role, let's say that he and Baron Browning are the two edge rushers on the field in a certain package together. Uh, I like that. I think that you have the perfect combination of size, speed, and athleticism with those two guys there. It could create problems. It could allow for more opportunities to get home. And for me, I'm like I said, it's cliche for me to go with Greg Dulcich, so I will go with Nick Benito in this situation because let's say Baron Browning comes in, Sarah, and all of a sudden it becomes a very, very difficult pain in the side of opposing offenses and their offensive tackles because of his speed, because of his get-off, because of the bend that he has with his ability to contort his body, kind of similar to the way that Von Miller did that's been talked about all offseason long. That could open up more one-on-one opportunities, especially if you have Draymond or DJ Jones on the interior of that defensive line. More one-on-one opportunities for Nick Benito, I think, puts him in a position, a fruitful position, might I add, to be able to come home and get after opposing quarterbacks because it goes back to our fourth storyline that we talked about as well. Can the Broncos get after the QB a little bit more off the edge? And Broncos country, these are our top five storylines that you need to be following as we approach the 2022 NFL season. Is there one that we missed or is there one that you have in mind that you feel like is a little bit more important than some of the ones that we mentioned off? Make sure you drop that in the YouTube comment section down below or you tweet us on Twitter at Cody Rourke NFL at Sarah Bettinger, at Lockdown Broncos. But Broncos country, thank you so much for tuning in. And once again, making Lockdown Broncos your first listen of the day every single day. You can get this podcast in audio format free and available everywhere. You get your podcast. You can continue to watch us on YouTube. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Turn on notifications so you never miss out on a day's worth of Denver Broncos news, content, coverage, and more. We're getting ready for our training camp position previews beginning next week. All throughout this week, we have some various storylines we'll be touching on as it pertains to the Denver Broncos Head of this year. With that said, I'm Cody Orr, host of the show, speaking for my co-host Sarah Bettinger. We will see you tomorrow for a brand new episode, Locked on Broncos. <laughs>